This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for anxiety sufferers everywhere. Wake up each day feeling less and less anxious, but with more and more control with your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome to A Mind Controlled Life. I'm Elaine Blidgen and I'm your host. In today's episode, the title is, Is There Such a Thing as a Negative Belief? Now, I know you're going to scream at me and say, well, of course there is, Elaine, and I'd agree with you. So why am I talking about negative beliefs if there's such a thing? It's all about awareness. If you want to get yourself out of your anxiety or your your anxious state or your worried state or your doubtful state, then this is something you need to be aware of. Now, here's the rub with this. Everything that we do, we all have our own perception about how that thing is affecting us. So you and I could go for a walk somewhere beautiful and I could be lost in thoughts and looking at the trees and it's all lovely and green and it's gorgeous and I feel calm and peaceful in that kind of setting. You, on the other hand, could think, oh, God, the bugs are going to be getting me and it's a bit clammy in here. What, somebody could be up there with a dog and they could be, it could be let loose and it could get me at any time. So we've been in the same situation and yet you are having very different thoughts about it than me. So therefore you're having very different experiences about it compared to me. So in that sense, there are negative beliefs, sort of. If you think about that same situation, that situation itself did not give rise to a negative perspective, did it? You had to think about and focus on the harmful things or the hurtful things or the not so pleasant things that could happen as a result of you being in that situation. I, on the other hand, focused on the positive things, how it's making me feel good and it makes me feel restful and peaceful in that same situation. So in that sense, there isn't any such thing as a negative belief. And this gets a little bit complex. It's important that you understand this to help you help yourself, coach yourself out of anxiety. Let me put this another way. When we go shopping, let's say we're doing our grocery shopping and you're picking up those tins of beans, though that that tin of beans is real. It's a tangible thing. You can hold it in your hand and you can eat it. It's real, yeah? It's an object. A belief, on the other hand, is not. It's not real. You can't see it. And the only reason that we know we're thinking something negative is because we're feeling it. If we didn't have that association to something being quote-unquote bad for us, then there would not be a negative belief. I don't think I explained that very well. So let me continue. Everything I say to you comes down to the same thing. It's about perspective. I'm saying it in all these varying different ways so that you'll get it at a different level. Because sometimes when you listen to something, you think, oh, no, I don't really get that. And then sometimes you think, oh, yeah, I really, really do get that. And that's what I want for you. That, oh, I get it now experience is what you need to be able to shift yourself out of anxiety. But you've also got to know how 
you got yourself into that aha moment. Yeah. Anyway, that's for another time. So let's just say I have thoughts such as I'm worthless. I'm failure. People hurt me. The world is a cruel place. Those are negative beliefs, but the belief about that thing in and of itself is not real. It's not a reality. It's not true. It's just how you can think about it. Yeah. Or how I could think about that situation. So in one sense, the yes, there is such a thing as being able to make a negative belief out of a situation, but the belief itself is not true. But because you believe it to be true, you do believe that the world is a cruel and unhappy place. You will react in that way and you will act in that way and you will see life in that way. So somebody could come up to you and they could say, how are you? Good morning. Isn't it a great day? And you say, mm, yeah, I suppose it is. But then somebody else, you see somebody arguing with their partner and they're shouting, they're having a shouting match outside. And you'll say, see, look, the world is a horrible place. People are shouting at each other because your focus is on that. And that's all you can see. And that is your reality. But it doesn't mean it's real. And it doesn't mean that it's true. It just means that you believe that about that situation. Yeah. Now, the thing about these negative beliefs is that they make you feel a certain way. And so you could feel stressed or fear or anger or guilt, which is my favorite one. The guilt one is a bummer. It's really awful to feel guilt. And when you feel those emotions, typically we call them negative emotions because what happens is they overwhelm our brain. And when we are in a stressful state and when we are in an angry state or a guilty state, or a regretful state, all we can do is feel bad and we become unresourceful. So we're in a situation and we need to act. We need to be able to think. And the one thing that these negative emotions do is they shut down our thinking capabilities and we are just in reaction mode. So if you've ever found yourself in a state and you can't get yourself out of it and people are saying, it's okay, it could be worse, somebody else doesn't have this and you've got this and they're trying to use all that logical um, stuff on you. It can't work because you can't take in any more thoughts, any more creative thinking to get yourself out of it. So this is, this is the downside of having anxiety. It shuts down your ability to think. And if you can't think, you can't come up with a solution. And if you can't come up with a solution, then you're stuck. And it's only later that you find a way to distract yourself or calm yourself down that you can think. And then some of us do not like to think because that just leads to opening up this whole can of worms and it gets very icky. But what I'm saying to you is it's absolutely, absolutely necessary that you do so. The thing about negative beliefs, as I'm trying to, probably very badly trying to explain, is that it's all about your perspective. So you and I are in a particular situation and you've had an already bad morning. You woke up on the wrong side of the, the bed, as they say, 
and everything now is seen through those eyes. And it can be really difficult to get yourself out of it. So what I'd like you to think about, though, is to acknowledge and recognize that you're in a negative state. The world around you, the people around you, the situation around you isn't causing that per se. It's triggering something that's already there in you. It's already triggering that negative state of mind. And it's now for you to think, okay, I'm in a bad mood. I know it's not anything or anybody else. I think it is that because of this happened, let me go and calm myself down so I can think. And then when you can think, you can then use the self-coaching script, which you can go to my site and download, elainebligeron.com. Go through those questions and it will change your state. And when, if you remember in the last episode, I talked about how to identify your own negative beliefs and your, well, your beliefs, and they tend to be negative because we're talking about anxiety or worry or fear, yeah? When you find those 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 sentences that describe your experience, such as, I'll say it again, black dogs are dangerous, you can do something with it. But if you just leave yourself in this really angry state or this stressful state, and you never get to the place where you are now thinking about how to change how you think about that situation, you will always feel angry, stressful, fear, guilt in that particular situation. And it gets worse as time moves on. I believe in self-coaching because it is available to you 24-7 and it works. Obviously, just asking yourself a bunch of questions isn't necessarily going to change anything because it depends on the questions and it depends on the intent and it depends on how skillful you are. But it's a good start. It is better, in my opinion, than just saying affirmations or the quote-unquote positive thinking, which to me is just a load of nonsense. However, if that's all you've got, that's all you can use. But you're here listening to me today in order to affect a change in how you feel. So yes, there is such a thing as a negative belief and no, a negative belief is not real. You can make it real and true for you, but you can't go to the shop and buy a negative belief. It's all in our heads. Yeah? Good. I hope I get that point. To illustrate this a little bit further, I remember when I was at uni and in the first year at uni, there tends to be more people than there are in the second and the third and the fourth year because you get the highest dropout rate from the first to the second year. And there was, there was a, there was a girl and I keep saying, and don't I, and, and she complained about the entire class. There was 30 of us at the time. And she complained about us to our main lecturer saying that we didn't like her and that we were being mean to her and this, that, and the other. And in actual fact, I suppose, how do I say this? We weren't being mean, but she just wasn't nice. You know, she just wasn't nice. But she complained that much that we we had to have a special session with our lecturer. And she she sat sat there, she stood there at the front talking to us saying, it's good to include everyone. And this person who's not here today has been complaining that you're all not very nice. And so just include her and make, you know, 
go around with her and make it your friend and this, that and the other. And we're all sitting there rolling our eyes because it wasn't going to happen. Because there's nothing we can do about somebody that we don't like. We, if, if that person didn't like us and she didn't like us and, and, and she wasn't very nice, there was nothing that that lecturer could say that would make us like this girl because she wasn't nice. She, she, she argued a lot and she said some really mean things to your face and you, know, and you just think, you're just not a nice person. I don't want anything to do with you. Now think about that experience. There were 30 of us in that in that class at that time and she was the only one that complained that we were all horrible to her and we were mean nasty people well women actually because there was no oh no there was one boy one guy yeah we were all mean and nasty people and she she was the only person that ever did that in the four years when at university nobody else ever would say that the entire class was against them and the world was against them so think about it like this her experience was dramatically different from my experience and from every other person's experience at that time. How could that be? We're all in the same place. We're having the same lectures. We're hearing the same information. But hers culminated in her complaining about the entire class being against her. And, okay, so can you see that? What she was seeing and experiencing came from her perception that nobody likes me, they're all being cruel to me, they're all saying mean things, they're not including me, and it goes on. Whereas we were saying, oh, it's great to be at uni, we're making friends, the work is hard, but we, you know, we, we're doing it, can't wait till we graduate, and so on and so on. Very different thinking for the same situation. So I'm labouring the point, aren't I? Because you get it, you get this, don't you? You get that. Yes, you can make and create negative beliefs, but they're not real. They're not true. But we believe them, which is where it gets a bit complicated. So what I'd like you to leave you with is the idea that if you feel angry, guilt, regretful, doubtful, that there can only be some sort of negative belief about yourself in order to feel that and to recognize that you feel that guilt. Does that make sense? So if you use the technique that I gave you in the last episode, you can then start to sieve out when, because for me, guilt is the thing. I don't get angry, I get irritated, which is another form of anger, but for me, it's the guilt one. That's, that's, that's a bummer. So I can think, yeah, I tend to feel guilty in these situations. And when you do feel guilt or angry or regretful or doubtful, you will react in a particular way that might not serve you. And that's the only reason why we wanted to be aware of it and to change it in some way, yeah? That's the only reason, because why bother? If you're on a desert island and you're feeling negative and it doesn't affect your behavior, then why would you bother? But in, in reality and in truth, if you're feeling negative, you cannot, cannot, will not, will not, shall I say that again? You cannot and you will not be able to cope well. And it just gets worse. It starts to compound. So that's why we want to change all of this so that we can become more resourceful and we can get on with our lives and create the things that we want to create and achieve the things that we want to achieve. Or else, what's the point? I'm like waxing lyrical about beliefs and changing them and this, that and the other. 
But if it didn't amount to anything, if it didn't make my life better or different in some way, then I wouldn't bother. Because why? Why bother? Just eat my ice cream and have done. So that gets us to the then and now. I was thinking about this, actually. Why do I talk about a then and now? And why do I want you to hear my then and now? Again, it's about the point of all of this. A then and now is telling me and showing me and you that change is possible, that you can coach yourself out of anxiety. And you notice that by looking at how you were then to comparing to how you are now. So the thing that you're using, that that process, that tactic, that tip, that technique that you are using to manage your state and to stop you from doing the negative belief thing, if that is being effective, then you're going to have a lot of then and nows. And as the years roll on, you are becoming better and better and better at being quote unquote normal. Should I say normal? Is it fair to say normal? Probably isn't. But that's what I'm going to say about me. That I I feel normal now, whereas I didn't used to feel normal. So a then for me would be, oh, let me just think a good one for you. This one is particularly tricky, actually, because it's not 100%. Not that I really go for 100%. I think 90 to 95% finished is, is good enough. But I would take responsibility for other people's feelings. So in that situation that I talked about when I was at uni, and that girl was having a really bad time with the entire class, at that time, even though I thought, we're not saying anything, we're not doing anything, at worst, we just ignored her because she didn't, she shouted at us a lot. So we ignored her, which can is not nice. I know it's not nice. And I felt, here you go, guilt. I felt somehow it was, I did something wrong. I should have reacted differently. I should have been more patient or I should have been a nicer person. You know, something, it was something like that. And I took on board her criticisms as is, as it was, as if it was me personally doing that to her. I did not know better at that time. And so I lived with that guilt. I just thought, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I didn't want to do this and that. I didn't want to speak to her. Didn't want to make her my friend. I didn't even want to sit next to her. And what I would have done, and I did actually try to do, I did go and talk to her and try to befriend her. And I didn't want to. And I did that because I felt guilt. Guilt makes you feel like you are responsible for the thing that has happened and it didn't quite work. So this girl was feeling bad. She complained. I felt guilt. I changed my behavior. Then I felt resentful because I didn't want to be around this negative, horrible person. Can you see where this is all going? Yeah, it's not good, is it? So what about now? Now, I absolutely can be around someone and they can complain about me, my behavior, my attitude. Actually, they don't do that as much now, but they did when I used to work and it doesn't bother me. Should I say that? Should should I admit that it doesn't actually bother me? It doesn't. It doesn't because I know, but the, the point is I no longer feel guilt about it. I'm not supposed to admit that, am I? I'm not supposed to admit that I don't really care what you think of me, but, but I don't. I don't. 
maybe if you were a good friend or family member, I would. But nah, if you're feeling bad and I've not done something or you think I've not done something, I just think, well, that's your problem, really. Seriously, it is. The point is, there's been progress. Because there's nothing that says that I should feel guilt about somebody else's stuff and what they're going through, even if I'm involved some somewhere along the line. And for me, that's made the difference. It's made the biggest difference to how I can operate in this world because I'm not taking on board other people's stuff and making it a part of mine. If we, if you, like me, have had a lot of anxiety, you've had it since you were a child, then the last thing we want to do is take on board other people's stuff. Yeah? So that's my then and my now. What's yours? Do you have one? Are you seeing progress in what you're doing? I hope so. I hope you're actually not just doing the same thing every day in the belief that this should work because other people say it should work, but actually it's not working for you. If you need a script, as I've said, and I will continue saying, go to elainebelligion.com and there's a download for you there. It's a script that I still use. It works. Try it. Use it. If you don't, look at the what you've got and look at the bits that are working for you and the bits that aren't and stop doing the bits that aren't because they're not working for some reason. And that's what I'm going to leave you with today. Except to say, on the last, this has been a series of four about beliefs and we've got one more to talk about. And that's whether any beliefs that you may have, would they indicate success for you or failure? Can you actually see that? That's going to be coming up in the next episode. And that's it. I shall leave you to have an enjoyable day. And just remember that this has been a mind-controlled life where you can wake up each day feeling less and less anxious, but with more and more control. And with that, I shall say adieu, and I shall see you next time.